And finally, finally, the last segment of the night. This one is Urban Minds versus Rural Spirit for Season 5, Episode 2, with the theme of Reflections of 2022. And uh, this segment is about the difference between past and future, the past and future, as well as what cities have made people forget about their ancestors while range and ranch lands become the hardest teachers. And uh, the perfect example of this, uh, what I'm trying to talk about is I bought this DVD, wow, man, over like 15 years ago, maybe. And um, it's about serial killers. And one of the things that said on there about serial killers was that they're mostly from, um, you know, obviously from the urban areas. So um, <clears throat> the one who... Um, really stood out during the time of change was, um, Albert Fish. Albert Fish was, a you know, he used to kill and eat children. And, um, you know, then he would also like push, uh, needles into his, uh, I don't know, around his wiener, around his, uh, groin area. And I guess he get off on the pain and shit like that. So, um, and the reason why he was able to get away with so many children was because in the time that New York was starting to become kind of like an industrialized city, there was buildings being put up and because there was a lot of immigrants coming in. So in order to make room for the immigrants, that's where these uh, apartment buildings started getting higher and higher and bigger and wider. And, and pretty soon, you know, the American dream of getting what you want all started with going to work. So the families, the parents, the mothers, fathers, all that, whoever was old enough to go to work, they'd go to work. So these kids were kind of left at home by themselves. And there was, I know there was a young girl that Albert fish, he got her. I, I think it was through the mail. Uh, I, I don't remember how that story goes, but that, I guess that girl was the last, the last one to, um, was his last victim as they started to find out, you know, what happened, where all these kids went and how they died. So, you know, I was, I was thinking about that one day. Um, I wanted to do it for season one, I think it was, uh, of this podcast, but, uh, I was going to draw like the similarities and the differences of, uh, native serial killers and like urbanized serial killers or the more well-known serial killers. And, if you, I think if you look back in the past of all these native wars that happened before Europeans came and all that, uh, a lot of that, I think it had to do with, um, you know, these natives. Yeah, they did kill, you know, each other and tribes for territory, food, all kinds of stuff. But um, let's say your average Navajo woman, like 400 years ago, she was battling Spaniards and, you know, she had, she had to kill a couple of them. Well, by today's standard, she'd probably be a serial killer. But back then, that was just the way of life, you know, as there was no order, no rules, you know, uh, any type of, um, what do you call it, uh, like judicial system to really like put her in jail and stuff like that. But anyways, so that's where I wanted to talk more about stuff like that, where, you know, these serial killers were pretty much born out of the cities and what we had to do as natives was just a necessity to survive, to keep the, the flow and the balance of life going while 
you know, lives were being taken. But anyways, um, so that's, that was where, you know, this, this difference between the urban minds and the rural spirit was kind of, you know, is, is something I've been wanting to talk about for a long time now. And, um, and as far as the, uh, the differences between the past and the future, that's pretty much what I meant was, you know, just back then the standards of killing has changed in, if you kill more than one or what was it two people, three, four, whatever, you're considered a serial killer and, um, they're coming out to get you. And that's why the punishment for a lot of crimes is solitary confinement, jail time. And that's all coming off of the shoulders of what us humans really are. We're, we're social creatures. We need to communicate. We need to be with in each other's range. And, you know, we need to talk, we need to feel, um, that's why, you know, uh, you know, having sex, I guess, is pretty much one of them, you know, real personal communicative type of activity that us humans crave, especially after you get through your, um, uh, your, your adolescence, not your adolescence, your, your puberty stage, you know, granted that you weren't, you know, molested or, or raped as a, you know, toddler or anything or young child that didn't ruin your mind that much. But if it, if it's normal and you were able to get through uh, puberty, the next stage of that evolution is, well, you got to start a relationship because now you're in that survival mode where you want to have your children carry on the legacy. And, you know, it, then it starts going, breaking down into the whole, um, the whole relationship aspect, which, which is why I do those resed out relationship advices, you know, just kind of just to try to give Navajo men that little extra bit of knowledge to help them out with their their dating profile, their their lives. And rather than just trying to, you know, just get as many women as they can and developing a bad reputation for others and, you know, and for themselves, you know. But anyways, um, so that's where. I was just looking at all this. And like I said, you know, someone like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, yeah, she can jump around and say, oh, you guys got rid of Ilhan Omar. It's all because of the Republicans. I'm like, man, it doesn't matter. You know, you guys are all corrupt at that certain level. That's why a lot of these career politicians, that's why they call them career politicians. Instead of like a, um, a job where they would make $90,000 $90, a year, turns out they're making like 40 million a year, you know, and it's like, how the hell did that happen? You know, because they know the system, they know how to manipulate. So to me, it really doesn't matter if it's Republican or Democrat They're You just can't trust these people, man. And the only people I think you could probably trust once you know how to deal with them is probably business people. Um, cause they're the ones that, you know, they want to do things by the book. They, yeah, obviously they want more money, but they also don't want to lose any money and have a bad reputation. So I think that's why, um, that's why I think, um, business people are, are the best teachers that you could probably learn from. And as far as, you know, uh, like that Ilhan Omar, I don't know too much about her. Uh, I didn't have any really research, but if she did come from a poor country, she was sure living the American dream, talking a lot of smack about, 
not just uh, the Republicans, but just America in general. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, there, lady, you know, you kind of, uh, yeah, you have the right to say what you want, you know, freedom of speech and all that. But, you know, kind of take into consideration the Navajo code talkers, man. If you don't know anything about them, then uh, either educate yourself or step down because that's that's not cool, you know. And yet, um, you know, they get to they get to say all kinds of crazy things like that. So, and then when it comes down to Native Americans, either they'll ignore us, or if they have to meet up with Native Americans in some way, some tribe, as long as they know they're Native, they like these politicians are really. Um, cordial they're very uh gracious i guess and they'll acknowledge them and oh yeah i'm glad you know what your people you know brought to the culture or you know uh happy to know that you're you're part of this and all ah, whatever the hell they're trying to say but um you know so anyways that's my whole point is that you know the the um the urban minds and the rule spirit you know those are going to be two clashes of ideas that, you know, I think there's going to be a nice little subject to talk about later on, bring it back up. And only because I'm also an urban Indian, but now I've become a rural Indian. You know, I'm on the res now. I'm, oh, I'm feeding the damn piggy cows and the damn stupid sheep. And, uh, and, you know, I had to, like, like I said, in uh, episode one, I had to get Domino shot and killed because, she already killed these sheep herder dogs, and if I get more, she's going to do the same thing. She's not going to learn her lesson. So, you know, I also have to keep the balance like that. But, um, you know, just um, the the range, the land, it, it is a hard teacher to learn from, but it is definitely something worth uh, being a part of as I am also trying to defend the land by having this nonprofit and trying to put things together and try to have the community land, I mean, community gardens going and all those type of programs that I've been putting out. So, um, that's why I want to talk about all this and make sure that it's, you know, known that this is where I'm coming from and this is what I believe in is what I'm standing for, all kinds of interesting stuff like that. So, um, that's pretty much going to do it for this episode of, um, episode two for season five and i'm gonna go ahead and um let it cut it off from here and let it be and then i'll try to get back to episode three as soon as possible as long as i get to episode five before the first week of february is done i think i'll be doing pretty good pretty well and i can move on from there anyways other than that i've been uh your host mateo native ravager bringing you another episode of the clagato veteran podcast and and thank you for listening. I appreciate it. And also, yeah, see ya.